Nedbank has posted a 20% rise in four-year profit. The profits were boosted by high interest rates and a rebound in economic activity. But with South Africa's power supply crisis, inefficient rail and port infrastructure and high levels of unemployment, lenders are concerned about future growth. Nedbank expects the economic environment in the country to remain challenging, particularly given the high levels of electricity shortages. Nedbank's CFO, Mike Davis, joins me now to further unpack the company's performance and Nedbank's 5 billion rand capital optimization initiative. Mike, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. All right, Mike, let's probably speak about the top line first. Revenue up 11%. We could also maybe focus on um, interest income and whether there'll be an inflection point, you know, where interest rates um, are concerned in terms of the revenues that we are seeing now. Yeah, so very pleased with top line revenue growth, both from a net interest income and from a non-interest revenue perspective. So certainly a highlight was top line revenue growth. Uh, I think to your to your opening, I think things are going to get tougher into 2023 as effectively potentially numbers slow down, uh, transactional activity slows, etc. as a result of high interest rates, high inflation uh, as referred. So I think 2022 has been a good year for Nedbank, uh, but certainly as you open, we do expect 2023 to get tougher. And let's talk about then impairments and possibly um, reflecting on the year ahead and maybe even uh, what we can tell about 2023, the current year that we're in right now. Um, because of this tough economic environment, what are we expecting that impairment um, picture to start to look like? Yeah, so impairments were, were pretty much in, in line with guidance we gave market at 89 basis points. We we are currently guiding that our expectation is, is for impairments to stay at similar levels into 2023. However, we have noticed some areas of distress, whether it be in unsecured lending, certain secured portfolios and the small medium enterprises space. Um, so there could, you know, there could be some upside risk to, to our impairment expectations, uh, particularly as interest rates start to take effect um, into 2023 and we're currently expecting the top of the rate cycle to be 11 percent uh, so another 25 basis points to go so to your earlier point about that inflection point mm. when do we give up the endowment benefit of higher interest rates through higher impairments um, is something that we obviously watching extremely closely into 2023. I'm very keen to also then find out, uh, Mike, how you are scanning the environment for more load shedding risk, more downside risk to NetBank. Of course, on a day to day, um, you know, the bank is able to operate through these power crises. But, um, you know, I think all businesses are getting to a point where the pressure um, is becoming unbearable. So can you just talk through us um, talk to us about that risk and how you're managing it? Yes, there's no doubt that South Africa, South Africans have been resilient up to stage four. So I think we've all figured out how to deal with stage four load shedding. Uh, but certainly when you go into stage five, stage six, um, I mean, you're getting to a point where individuals and businesses are battling to manage their way through that level of, of, of electricity uncertainty. So it is a big concern to be at this level of, of, of stage of staging when it comes to load shedding. And uh, hence the importance of bringing it back under stage four. Uh, certainly all of our guidance is being with an expectation that's, uh, that, that load shedding will be somewhere below stage four. Mm -hmm. And certainly if you look at the first uh, quarter or, or, or certainly two months of this year, 
we are seeing far higher levels of, 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 of load shedding, and that is going to adversely impact the macroeconomic environment and obviously exacerbated then by high levels of inflation and high levels of, of interest rates. And then let's also um, speak about how NetBank is digesting the grey listing and possibly and, um, you know, how that also um, could be modelled at all um, within your, uh, your own internal models. Or if this is just something that you're also scanning the environment for, just watching what the real impact could be on the future of the company. So I think if we were honest, we, we all should have expected to be grey listed. I think that, uh, you know, through the coordinate, co- coordinated efforts of National Treasury, we, we did a lot in terms of avoiding grey listing. But I think, you know, when you go into the judiciary, you go into the ability to prosecute, you go into the ability to police, I think we were found wanting as it relates to, for example, anti-money laundering. So um, there were eight key findings that came out of the last review that we need to work on collectively as a sovereign. Um, as, as Nedbank, we'll certainly play our part. Fortunately, there were no adverse findings against the banks or financial sector. Um, but yeah, we certainly need to work collectively uh, across all areas uh, as a sovereign to get off the grey list as quickly as possible. I think the impact will not be felt to the extent that the that the larger international players buy the fact that that South Africa will will, will get itself off the grey list. Um, But to the extent that that takes too long, I think you'll start to find the reputational consequences, the higher levels of due diligence. It'll just get to a stage where it's not worth doing business with South African businesses. So we're okay now, but we've got to get off the list as quickly as possible. Agree with you there, Mike. Okay, let's talk about um, you know the the amount of money and um, investment that NetBank is making on sustainable development. This was an interesting aspect of the business as a green bank, you know, um, that has sustainability in mind, and really that's the brand, um, you know, uh, that's that's how we associate NetBank, green, sustainable. Can you talk us through that line item and exactly how NetBank um, is trying to you know make the world a better place? I think it's an interesting aspect mm-hmm. of the financials. Uh, yeah, it's a very important part of our, our purpose, and it's one of our strategic value unlocks. Uh, we have five, one of which is exactly the sustainability piece you've just spoken to. And, you know, we think it's extremely important for us to play our role uh, across sustainability. So it's not only climate change where everyone seems to go, but certainly if we look at climate change, we're playing a big role enabling our individual clients, our small businesses, our larger corporate businesses to effectively go off-grid, to effectively find alternate sources of energy, and we're going to continue doing that. We think there's a lot of runway there for the organization to grow its balance sheet through the provision of financing uh, across whether it be putting solar panels on top of your, your rooftop, whether, whether putting some type of solution into your small business, and then our, our corporate clients are extremely excited about finding alternate ways to, to, to ensure energy certainty. So I think, uh, you know, we'll continue to provision into that space. And then obviously we'll continue to participate with the large REAP REAP programs um, and or ESKIM in in supporting their requirements to go uh, into some form of just energy transition. All right, Mike, and before I let you go, your shareholders must be very pleased with this performance. Highest dividend ever declared. But also, we have that 5 billion capital optimization initiatives and the odd lot offer. Talk us through this and, you know, NetBank returning value to shareholders at this time. Yeah, 
Yeah, so we see an opportunity given where the stock price is trading. We see value in buying back script at these levels. It gives us an opportunity to return capital to our shareholders in a position where NetBank has a very strong capital position at this stage through optimization initiatives and higher levels of profitability. So I think shareholders are excited about getting cash back. And then to your point, we, we've, we're going to structure that uh, into an odd lot offer. So try and mop up anyone who's holding less than 100 shares to try and mop up that script mm-hmm. um, and then do the balance through a, uh, a share repurchase, uh, a general share repurchase program. All right. Well, Mike, congratulations on a great performance. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. That was Mike Davis, CFO at NetBank, for giving us further details on the company's results. 